Hello, this is Norma Sheehan from the Heal Your Hole podcast, asking you to heal my hole for a change. The hole in my pocket. It's just a small one-off payment, no subscriptions, takes 30 seconds to do apparently. So you need to follow the support this show link in the show description. And every payment increases my healing power. So I can continue to tend to your lazy holes, hairy holes, needy holes, itchy holes, money holes, smelly holes, arseholes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 64 of the Heal Your Whole podcast with myself, Norma Sheehan, where we will look at all the various holes in your life, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, financial, comical, sexual, and we give them all a good seeing too. Last week I did, and I can't remember, and... Someone brilliant. (laughs) Sorry, I did the 40 foot hole and I met all the lovely fit bodies down there. There seems to be extremes actually. They're either majorly toned or just saggy and crusty like myself. So it was a nice, nice, uh, nice mild blend. But this week, geez, I haven't given it a title yet, but I'm quite disturbed by what's happening in Ireland with the National Maternity Hospital. At the moment, well, actually not at the moment, for the last seven or eight years, we've been trying to move it to a new location, which is out by St. Vincent's Hospital in Dublin um, on the same grounds. But there's issues at the moment all these years on because with everything Ireland has gone through in the last number of years to repeal the 8th, which is to allow abortion in Ireland, they are now giving the National Maternity Hospital, in a way, giving it back to the church by not having a publicly owned National Maternity Hospital. Now, I don't know how to explain this clearly, but my wonderful, talented, clever, smart friend, Rachel Prendergast-Spollen, she works for People Before Profit. She has run for them. She is an Oireachtas, um, what do you call yourself, an Oireachtas? Secretary. Secretary. Dáil Secretary to Richard Boyd Barrett. He does amazing work for People Before Profit. They are the best party in the country, as far as I can see, but they are not big enough to run the country just yet. But they're the only people who feckin' give a shit, as far as I can see. So, hello, Rachel. Hi, Norma. Firstly, tell us something about yourself and how you got into People Before Profit. Well, I would have always been a big smelly lefty. But, uh, you know, I think like most people never actually sat down and had a really in-depth kind of where am I politically? I mean, most people don't bother ever because who nope. has the time, you know, or the inclination, right? And, and sometimes we can't follow it. Well, yeah. yeah, it can get a bit, you know, depending on the kind of political direction you'd be going in. It can be a bit overbearing for people. And honestly, most people have enough on their plate. Okay. And kind but you of have go, a big heart. Well, yeah, well, and yeah. You're, you're always drawn to things should be right. Yes. But, you know, you don't like when it's unfair. You don't yeah. like seeing the underdog go under further. Yeah, I, and that's what led me ultimately to joining People for Profit and kind of going, OK, what does being on the left mean? And am I a social democrat? Am I a democratic socialist? So moving from the centre left kind of the polite groups. <laughs> right, yes. Who don't do much and kind of hop into bed with the centre right or the right wing. Yeah. And instead of actually genuinely examining how to govern and, and how to represent people truly from a left wing socialist perspective. And I mean, Ireland is probably the only country in Europe that's never had a left wing government. Ever. Yeah. Which is a bit fucking mad, really, when you think about it, right? A bit like, you know, with football teams, you just follow the winners, follow Man United. Yeah, I mean, look, we all know that the vast majority of people in, in, certainly in yours and my life, you know, would have been civil war politics. It's just, what does your family vote? Right, that's where we vote. Right. You know, I'm a field of honour and I'll die a field of honour. Charlie, Charlie, Bopsy, Bopsy. Yeah, right. Whatever. But it's kind of fucking lazy, you know, and. um, So when did you start investigating? Or did Richard Boyd Barrett, did you notice him? Because he certainly, I mean, he wasn't brought up in a in a cardboard box and yet he's got this big heart to help everybody. Yeah, but I think, and you know, it's it's an easy arrow to sling at people, oh, but you, you come from a good background. And it's kind of like, and? And? 
So I can maybe. So, you know, and like a lot of people go, you know, well, you have a business. How can you be a socialist? Like, well, I fucking live in this world. You know what I mean? I have to function. And I don't know if you noticed, but uh, the revolution hasn't happened yet. So, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, he's from a middle class background. Uh, Lots of socialists are, lots of socialists aren't. It's not about what you come from. Yeah. It's about where you want to be, where you want us all to head and where you want us to go. At that's in a direction that doesn't rely on the exploitation of people and the yeah. exploitation of the planet now as well. Yeah. You know, it's it's really obvious. It's the one and the same thing that crushes people in the interest of the market and fucking shareholders. Yeah. That's the same thing that's destroying our environment. environment. It's the same thing that's... Greed, th- greed, 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 greed. Well, yeah, There's I mean... only so... Like, yes, if we all went, oh, we don't have to make any money and we'll all just float around and drift, we'd be screwed. But there's only... you can't. There's no pockets in a shroud. Yeah, yeah. And we've turned our environment into a fucking shroud now. There's, I'm sorry for the language. Yeah, I'm terrible. Well, you're uh, a fucking disgrace and I'm fucking messy <laughs> into our fucking conversation, you fucking stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah, like the capitalist system, it relies on growth. It relies on expansion, right? You have mm. to keep going. And, and it's like this ever-consuming machine. And I don't see why it's so hard for people to understand. We have a finite planet, finite, finite resources. So we're going to combust at some point. We are. You a, and I won't we be are co- Well, but, but no, but I mean, look be. at Canada. Oh, shit, yeah. Like These temperatures of 47, 48, 49 degrees in somewhere that never, like would okay. have the same as our climate here in Ireland. Now, can you imagine what would happen if we were experiencing 45, 46? Well, we had 30 degrees in 2018 and my dad's farm burned to the ground because right. we, we couldn't cope with it. It's yeah. 30 degrees. Yeah, exactly. So okay. what are you saying 40? In some parts of, I think it was British Columbia, uh, somewhere that does not experience these kind of insane okay. temperatures. And I mean, okay. there was one town there last Tuesday, it hit the record for it, its its highest ever temperature. Yeah. And it was, I think it was 47.8. And they were like, you know, I mean, I just think about what would it be like in Cork. Jesus Christ, Jesus girl. Christ, boys. We're oh, melting. We won't have to use the sunbeds for a while. Yeah, right. But no, the, it stopped being funny our, our, really our quick. That town yeah. burnt to the ground, literally burnt to the ground within a week of these temperatures. So it's like... So we are going to blow ourselves up. Like yeah, this. if we keep going. Should yes. There's some button out there to do it anyway. If we yeah, yeah, should yeah. I know this uh, conspiracy theorists about um, COVID even, like that was... Oh, yeah. We would have got rid of a good chunk of ourselves if, if we just let COVID go wild and kept, the, kept on ploughing on and not pausing the system you know the way I think yeah. it was Sweden I mean, that said Asher let us all die that's lovely lads what kind of <laughs> sociopaths are running the show over there is all I can say I mean you know that was the great thing about how the Irish people as opposed to government or politics or anything like how the Irish people reacted to Covid yeah. was beautiful yeah, because yeah. I mean you know everybody said I will sacrifice because I yeah. don't want friends, family, loved ones, strangers yeah. to die because I want to do my own thing. And you know, your family were relying on the events industry. Yeah. So, that, <laughs> um, but yes. like myself, you adapt and you maneuver and yeah. you take it a different angle. If you, you can, to. if you can. Um, and w- with people before profit, I'm sure you had so many people banging down your door on a daily basis in yeah. crisis, whether it was finance or I'm sure there was people, was abuse going up? Do you ever get calls about that? People looking for help or would they be more likely to go to the women's centres? Like, would you- Well, we don't have a women's refuge in Dunleary, which is something that is really, at this point, it's kind of unbelievable that this is still the case, right? Okay. Yeah, of course. But I mean, things like that are of a serious and a grave nature and they need the protection of... The law, the guards, they need what if a woman is in dire straits, a political representative is not the best place person to help them. But you could redirect um, them. Oh, immediately. Absolutely. Yeah. But, the you know, the lion's share of the stuff that comes into Richard's office, he's the only TD in this area that has a constituency office. So they can literally come in come? and talk to them. How come the guy from People Before Profit is the only one with an actual constituency office? I mean, what? I know why he has he has his one, because... Yeah, for the same reason they all would have had down through the years. Oh yeah, loads of TDs don't bother their arse. Anyway. Don't bother their whole normal. Don't bother their whole. <laughs> Why would you? Yeah. Because people will come in with their issues, their I, problems, I, I, whatever. I, you know. I, I've, I vote for different people every time, but my God, Richard Boyd Barrett, even when at the kids' primary school there was issues about a mask coming up. Who was the guy sitting in the meeting about a Vodafone oh, yeah. mask going up in the school? He's a machine. There he, I've got, he must be cloning himself. I wonder sometimes, like, on a, he's a machine. 
Because, because like there's the, the the political machinations of Doyle Aaron is is one thing, right? Mm. And and marrying that any T D U has to marry that with uh, you know, what's going on in their constituency. But he and like people for profit are all about people power and they're all about talking to people on the ground, what is their issues and you know, helping people organise and shout for better. Good. Right? But that means activism. And activism takes up, you know yourself, Norma, it takes up a huge amount of time. Mm. You oh, know? God. Well, you have to give up everything. You do. And what I love about you as well is you don't enable people to just become meows and be horizontal. You give them guidance on how to better their situation if they're in trouble. If we can, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, do you know there's any number of issues? I mean, obviously housing is just... Disgusting. Every time I would think to myself or see the guys in work, it's like, this can't get any worse. And it does. It just keeps getting worse. And it, it, the families I know who have been living in cars. Yeah. And honestly, if you were to put them in a the lineup, you would go, well, there's no one in that lineup living in a car. And you, you actually, they would be probably one of the last people you'd pick. That that well, they're, the they that are do, two jobs and they're homeless. I mean, like the array of different kinds of people, different backgrounds, different life experiences. You know, it is like uh, it, it's mind blowing. And what's really fucking galling is that it is all man made. It's all a political crisis. Uh, and it doesn't have to be because oh no, it actually with, doesn't. It, with so many buildings empty at the moment, yeah. the, the city is empty. Like not only the hotels, there's so many buildings empty and yeah. people homeless. But you've the vacant houses all around the countryside. Yeah. Dereliction is a huge problem in towns around the country and yeah. in, in yeah. the cities. And then the kind of town planning that's going on is is really bonkers. I mean, we, we've seen up here in Dublin, there's a huge issue around right before COVID, like all they were doing was building fucking office blocks and hotels. Well done, lads. Oh, you really future proofed the city there, didn't you? Wow. <laughs> yeah, right. Get ready for COVID. Get ready for, oh, balls. <laughs> oh, What's the name of the Dullary group you had for repeal? Maybe it's because I live nearby, but I feel you really, really helped to get it across the line. Or were you just Dunleary, more vocal than other ones? We were a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Is what I would describe. It's John Leary together for choice and equality, which is an excellent moniker, isn't it? (laughs) But anyway, how many years ago did you set up? So it was yeah, it was repeal the eighth. Yeah. Uh, Don Leary and then uh, so we were trotting along for oh Jenny because uh, it was only went together for yes mm. formed which is only months before the actual referendum mm. um, we became Don Leary together. together Jesus I, you know what together together Don Leary together for yes so we had a few few different name changes over the years but we're still going and we kept going after appeal because we, we sat down I mean there's hundreds of members and we sat down in a big when we are allowed to sit in rooms together all close oh, oh, I'm telling you and we took a vote we said look there's a lot of issues here that we all still care about women's health care reproductive rights LGBTQI rights housing because I mean you know equality is brilliant but if you haven't a roof over your head it's fucking meaningless you know <laughs> you know what I mean what's the point of living well for a lot of people it is yeah. that dire it yeah. is that bleak you know yeah. and everything else falls by the wayside when you're in survival mode and it's just there are so many layers of problems that feed into inequality and you know disability matters is a huge one in this country that is oh. just it's the elephant in the room it's, it touches everybody's lives everybody, everybody. Yeah, yeah right and every community and yet it al- along with all those other issues you know it, it stems from systemic problems lack of funding underfunding or no funding and, and COVID again has highlighted the oh, well, COVID, COVID has highlighted so all many, the ca- all like the little the, cracks. The progress people were making that, that were yeah. getting help. Well, women will be knocked back absolutely mm. by COVID. The repercussions of a COVID is, is particularly bad for women. One in 10 women here are being forced to leave the work place completely like the workforce just because of the pressures of trying I can totally sympathize the pressures of trying to work yeah. and face if you have a business or yeah. if you're an SME and like just not being able to keep going and yeah. you know that's a huge pressure on women who are also of course still lads what's yeah. going on yeah. disproportionately doing all the domestic work yeah. as well as yeah. you know the child rearing and the, this know, that and the other and I know we're part of us is nagging and we want it done our way but my god it just won't get done and I don't even have time to train my kids in how to do things because I just need it yeah. quicker doing it myself I um, know so how long is it since repeal was repealed 
Are we two years? No, we're th- we're three years three because years. This, the three year review is happening this year, which is a biggie. It's okay. people, um, uh, everybody who gave a damn about it in the first place needs to keep their eye on it because the review needs to be, it has to be done. It's mandated when we, the referendum was passed and when they brought it into law. It's like three years we have to review how it's all going, basically, right? Are you saying it could regress? It could... Now, now what? that's what some people would have you believe, right? And that's what the anti-choice uh, peeps would push for. But it's not about that. And it's not to be allowed to be framed that way, okay? It's progress it's clarity. To, it's to see how it's working. It's to see what's falling down. Why, where are the failures Brilliant. in the system? For example, only one in 10 GPs, I think, I think that's the number is, on, is a, giving abortion services okay and there's a rake of hospitals that aren't providing any services at all okay. and you Does, know do, they, do the GPs need more education on it is, or are they well up on it is it well there's a, there's a number of different things going on there right um, and now I'm no medical expert I'm not a doctor did you know well and <laughs> I have come to you on any occasion for medical advice um, and one of which I will name yeah, I, uh, whenever I had an itchy head when my kids were younger Jesus Christ I stuck my head in her front door and said, anything crawling around no, my head, please, I'm going to be sick. Fuck's sake, my head is itchy now, you just said that. But obviously, I never had them. Oh God, I'm so scratchy. Yeah, yeah stop. No, you would have to do on, that. Moving on. Well, yeah, so the biggest, I think, issue really from the medical uh, perspective is that it is still criminalised. So if they step out of the framework that's been formed by... Oh my God. So they're they're nervous to do it in case yes. they get something wrong. Exactly. They could be written off. Exactly. Off. They could no. They could have fourteen year prison sentence. Oh, shut your face! Yeah. Like, why would you take the risk? Yeah. Then? Right. So you can see why some oh might be a bit nervy God, from that perspective. This yeah. needs to be fixed. And then there's also, in fairness, there is the opportunity for conscientious objection. Okay. Yeah. So if they feel from a moral, yeah, standpoint that they can't. If they are practicing Catholics, for example. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, I'm not happy about that. They're yeah. supposed to be people of science. Yeah. But ultimately, I'm not interested in enforcing anyone to do work, go yeah. against their conscience. We just okay? want gradual progress now at this stage. Yeah. Well, we no, what well, no. What we need is a proper service that's rolled out for all women. You know, if they need it, they can access it. Okay? Now if you're fairly rural, for example. Oh, good luck. Yeah, and there's only one GP serving and the next one is how many miles away? And you're in COVID and you can't tra- travel. Right. God, now, we got no. telemedicine, what did happen, you know, but still that is, it's it's just, it, it you have to get to a doctor. Okay. Now, someone like myself, sitting here in Dunleary, not no, a problem. Not a problem, no. right? Anything in the pale really is not a problem. Uh, you know, there are some areas of the Dublin that would have much bigger problems with a good, accessible GP okay. service. Yeah, okay. there is. So Can you, you have to, to get clinic? to the doctor. Can you go yeah. to the clinic instead? Well, I think the like the well woman clinic, but there's okay. not a, there's not a whole lot of the reproductive okay. healthcare clinics. Okay, you know, okay. we we don't have. And did you say one in ten? So kind of is that all we have at the moment? Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. We better. Well, I better double check that now. Okay, so you got me so, on the hop. Okay, a certain but, yeah. percentage. But like, if if you can't get to a GP, or this, it's fucking miles away, right? Yeah. Remember that another part of the thing that needs to be looked at in this review is the three-day waiting period, right? Okay. So you go to your GP yeah. and you say, okay, and and you are definitely pre-12 weeks. Yeah. Okay, you, that's the other thing. You, I mean, how many of us were up the duff before we, you know... Oh, listen. Well, I, some of them, I, some I of them into, months. I went into my GP with the, the last child and I was, I think I was 17 weeks. Yeah. I was too, right? I was too late to get into the National Retardity Hospital. I had to go off and get a private... She was going... Nobody waits, nobody waits till week 17. I was like, I'm, I didn't, I'm in no, denial. I was I'm in denial. I was in denial. <laughs> oh, I God. I didn't tell anyone till 17 weeks. I didn't tell anyone else till I was like fat as a fool. In fairness, though, the twins. They, I yeah. was. I was big as a bus. <laughs> and they did traumatise me, yeah. Twins first. <laughs> Actually, speaking of National Maternity Hospital, and I've probably... Oh, hang on, hang on. Yeah, hang on. We're, jumping, yeah, we're, we're leaping all over the place. Uh, no, because I did want to make the point that, you know, if you're having a problem getting to a GP and then you have to go back... Three days. And and it's like, really, lads, seriously, I mean, a woman comes yeah. to this decision and she comes to you and, yeah. and then it's like pat on the head. Now, good girl, go off and have a good old think about it. Go off and have a good old you think. Know? Go off and get caught now and get given out to her. Go, you go, 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 and, go and, well, have a think, have a pray. That's what it feels like, yeah. you know, and it's just, it's just damn insulting. 
personally could think the abuse go and go and have a think about you know for the well awful. this is the thing you know if someone is having trouble getting out of the house to see the GP and then yeah. they have to fucking well go back or if someone can't access one and has to go like 50 clicks up the road yeah. right and and then you're looking at hospitals of course that's, that, that is very patchy and yeah. uh, that needs to fucking well improve yeah you know this is the other thing and we'll, we're coming around to the healthcare system in general now right but like we all all can see how bloody banjaxed our healthcare system mm. is and and covid now has just made that Bleak. so much worse because what we have waiting in the wings is all the waiting lists of I'm, people I'm for all our house with with cancer fundraising at the moment yeah. they're so nervous about the onslaught that's about to come yes. people just hiding their lumps but people just not being able to do anything about it even if they did that's, yeah go you on. know that's sorry so like and that's one that's one ailment yeah look I mean, look covid has just the, all the cracks that were there i mean in society yeah. uh, but but really Making in our healthcare heart problems and strokes. the healthcare system those cracks are turning into bloody chasms, chasms where people are falling in yeah. whether it's through physical ailment as you said the mental health or jesus h christ like the mental health care system here is is woeful woeful and the, and the tragic thing is these are all things that can be fixed and these are all things that will make people's lives so much better and we Donnelly, all want Donnelly that doing the best he can and making announcements <laughs> he's damn good at making announcements i don't I envy anybody they're anywhere they're in the world the i moment. don't yeah. envy anyone in the world having the role of minister for health during, during a fucking pandemic Different. but honestly uh, yeah. look uh, you know uh, i'm going to not talk about him now because i think it would be better for him if i didn't get personal <laughs> right right but back to the going in you know I, I want an abortion coming back three days later if you or i because we could easily have a last minute duck yeah. on pregnancy at this stage Christ, yeah. we're old enough and bold enough to make the decision we're old yeah. enough and bold enough to go back three days later and all of that and to be fair it's mostly apparently people our age who are getting caught up going jesus i can't face that again they'll all think i'm the granny are getting the abortions and so it's not just 16 year olds in trouble or oh, for God's sake. no it never abused. was it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it never was you yeah. know it, it was for like so, every kind of woman in every kind of situation, situation. has her own oh. reasons for needing an abortion and, and it is a choice of her own body and, and what if, to do with if it. it's that yeah Right. Bottom and that line. was the whole thing. And that was why it was just so impressive again that the Irish people recognised yeah. that no matter how I or you feel about this issue, it's none of your fucking business. It's not your body. Get over it. That's someone else's life. Yeah. And we're both parents. We know exactly what yeah. it means to be yeah. a parent in the 21st century. Yeah. And would I criticise anybody? Yeah, no. Or allow anyone to criticise someone for making the choice to or not to be And we've a had enough decades of mother and baby crisis and women yeah. being ashamed, women giving up their jobs, for the, just women having no power in those areas to do with... Uh, look, we've babies. always had a patriarchal society. I mean, look, as I was saying, we've never had a left-wing government. That's fucking bananas. But there's yeah. a reason for it. It's because, I mean, once we got rid of the colonialists, the imperialists across the water... Once we got shot at the British, what did we do? We replaced those chains with a whole new set of shiny chains. Oh. And we, I mean, like, honest to God, when you look back on it, I know hindsight's a great thing and all that, but like, it was a theocracy. You literally had the Archbishop dictating what went into the Constitution. You know, they orchestrated how everything worked. And one of the, they did two things very bloody well, the church did. Right. And I'm not talking about Catholics who worship and take great, you know, solace in their faith. And do good luck in to the community. Good, good luck, yeah. fair play to you. Right. Yeah. I'm talking about the actual hierarchical structure that is the Catholic Church. And it was it, it was all about control. Yeah. OK, there was a reason that they got in from the outset, running education and running healthcare and running social care provision as well. Yeah. Now, there's the argument, that's the only show in town, they were the only ones up to it. Yeah, nah, not really, right? Yeah. It, that was, the political decision was to go along with that. They acquiesced yeah. repeatedly. Governments here acquiesced repeatedly to the demands and the diktats of the hierarchical, like the archbishop and the bishops, you know, all of them, right down to the parish, the parish priest, yeah. 
running the schools, you know, or being the, the head of the board of the schools. like, And all of the religious orders involved in education. And it's still there. Well, we won't get into education tonight, but it is worth looking at why in the name of all that is holy or unholy mm. have we got over 90% of our schools are still yeah. Catholic. I mean, both, all our kids went to an Educate Together primary school um, because we were lucky enough to have one nearby. Yeah, and absolutely. Thanks to you, I got my kids down early on the waiting list because I wouldn't have known there was a waiting I know. list. You've done Trojan work on that side and I was so proud of my couple of days work I did helping the baptism barrier to get rid of that barrier that stopped four-year-olds. They put them to the back of the queue at 95% of the schools in this country. If you weren't baptised, you were put to the back of the queue. It actually brought a tear to my eye. And because I was one of these gobshites who baptised my kids to skip that queue in case I needed it for mm. whatever school I needed to get Loads into. Loads people do. You can't blame them. Can't blame them. And I, I did it just to be safe. I felt, what a dirty thing to do. Because I, I didn't understand it. I know. And even the kids are like, what, what were you washing off my forehead in that picture? Yeah, like, yeah, what? Yeah. What were you doing? Yeah. And I was like... Look, you know, I mean... And, and you're going, well, you see, Daddy's sperm landed in me on the egg. And maybe it was his sperm. Well, not, oh, no, I didn't say anything like that. You didn't. But that's what, <laughs> that's what you're washing off. The sin of a feck, of a fuck. Uh, uh, right, look, I, I'm not... That, I'm, that I didn't make the baby. With I don't, Gabriel, I don't want to Gabriel. have a stroke tonight, right, Norma, stroke so we won't Sorry, go can we, there. Can we go on to the... <laughs> no, I think you will have a stroke before the end of this, so I need to keep uh, keep an eye on you. Yeah. I'm now going to go on to the one that's really going to touch a nerve. And this is the fact that the National Maternity Hospital is finally going to be rebuilt and the grounds are still open, owned by the Sisters of Charity yeah. who are pretending that they're just giving it to the people when they're actually shoving it into a side charity called the Vincent's Charity yeah. and then leasing it back to the country but still owning it. I know, right? And, and I... Explain that was it. The... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, uh, there's been many uh, letters to the editors in the papers in the last few weeks on this, you know, spurred on by the campaign group um, it's a, or maternity hospital. Campaign is actually called the Campaign Against Church Ownership of Women's Healthcare, right? What, what's it on Twitter? Our maternity hospital. Our, 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 our maternity hospital. hospital. That wasn't me farting, by the way. I just yeah. opened a fizzy drink. No, she's been farting all day. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, the description, uh, it's like a Gordian's knot, was a very good description I particularly liked, but it's so convoluted, but it's not. Okay. You can be if you want to get into corporate governance and structures, right? Yes, it's it's fairly complex, but actually it's not complex at all. Okay. Where are we and where would you like it to go if you were the boss of the world? (laughs) If I was the boss of the world, well... I'd have two very plain and not at all radical demands. Okay. Public, secular. Yes. Hardly controversial, is it? Because it's National Maternity Hospital. The National Maternity Hospital. We're paying for it. It is paid for entirely by us. us. There shouldn't be a habit in sight. We're, we're, We're supposed to have moved... Away from, and let's just let's just look at the the um, public part of that, public and secular, right? Let's just look at the public sec- part of that, right? Slow and care was something that all the parties it was like a kumbaya, right? They all sat around and said, you know what? It is a very uncontroversial document. It is not at all challenging. It's just pragmatic. It makes sense. And one of the big parts of it was, why have we got like 
literally thousands of different charities, foundations, structures, Uh, charitable institutions, all these layer upon layer providing all the different aspects of healthcare, right? And disability care. Is it hiding money? Um, More and more businesses to hide more and more shit, is it? Well, do you know what? Uh, it, it just it's a convoluted setup and the, and part of that whole sitting down and looking over where they were at and this is years ago now already and nothing much has happened at all but but there was a consensus that this isn't radical that that if if the state and the taxpayer is paying lock stock and barrel to provide the service then why isn't it the state service yeah just get rid of all the middlemen okay Okay, that's not to say get rid of all the, you know, the practitioners, the clinicians and the staff, right? They're going to still be doing the same role. But why you have all these extra boards Mm. and board members and, you know, like charitable institutions. And it's like, that's an unnecessary, that's a real throwback, right? The church are still anti-abortion, so they should not have a finger in the National Maternity Hospital. Well, the church, in this case, the the religious sisters a charity, right? And, um, you know, they have done very well out of of Ireland, okay? They have done very, very well right throughout the history of the state. Mm. And they were knee deep in Magdalene laundries and mother and baby homes and healthcare. Well, why right? can't they just give the grounds to us to say sorry then? Well, now we 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 facilitated them amassing their wealth and growing their co- company. Okay, their their healthcare group, Saint Vincent's Healthcare Group, is owned by the Religious Sisters of Charity, right? And look, I'm trying to keep it simple. And you're here trying now, not right? to have a stroke. So and I'm also trying not to have a stroke, and I'm not doing very well. There's oh, a yeah. vein bulging there. I just don't keep mind. An eye let, on let it out. Let the passion yeah. out. Let the passion out. <laughs> <laughs> Now, bear in mind, who's the St. Vincent's Public Hospital, St. Vincent's Private Hospital and St. Michael's down here in Dunleary. Yes. Right. Are they all connected? That's all the St. Vincent's Healthcare Group. Okay. 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 That's theirs. Okay. It's the Sisters of Charity. Yeah. Right. Now, they own the grounds. They they own... They, they own the building. They own the ground. They own the building. They they, they we pay for everything. We pay for everything. Oh. They leveraged the public hospital so that they could get, get the money to build and the private hospital, which is lovely. So that's a real business. Oh. They wouldn't be. Oh, it's Ching Ching, baby. It's a hotel. Oh, that's fucking Ching Ching. Right. Come on, it's just the, the dollar dollar bill, y'all. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, it look, you know, there's a reason the private healthcare is a booming business. It's okay. because the public sector has been run into the ground and, you know, you can see the amount of work and how overstretched nurses are and how exhausted young doctors are. And it, like the idea that then, oh, but we don't own it. We're paying for it. It's overstretched. And look, right across the road is the shiny public building. Look, anyway, they have a site. Mm-hmm. This site has been identified for years. The same day, Elm, Elms Park site has been identified for years because it is there with St. Vincent's, which all fair dues to the workers inside there is a cracking hospital. Pretty right? Nice. We need to co-locate. There's nothing controversial in that. That's a good idea for the health of everybody involved, right? Yeah. But they own the site. Yeah. They own the site. So they're saying, right, Oh, yes. Great idea. Come along and build a National Maternity Hospital year. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you pay to build it. Right. <clears throat> OK, but it's ours then. OK, it's our hospital. We have to have control over it being run. Mm. We um, own it. Mm. There is a weird proviso where technically the state owns the walls, but we don't own the hospital. Yeah, okay. I know, right? So I know. Would the Vatican not put their hands up and say, look, we've raped, buggered, killed, whatever. Can we not just give it back to you? Would the Vatican well, the, sister, the, Vatican? The, rel- the religious sisters of charity there a couple of years back said, we are going to gift this to the people. And what did that mean? Well, what they actually meant was, <laughs> we are going to gift this to our own private uh, entity, our own private company. Yeah, lovely. That's not the same, ladies. I no, don't know no, no. if you have looked at. Yeah, no. right. So, uh, but there's this, there's this catch-all. This is, I mean, this is unbelievable. There's a term mental it's a, it's a reservation. Comedy, is it? There's a term mental reservation, right? That's a Catholic hierarchical. Basically, what it means is, the bishops give you permission to lie. But so long as it's not an absolute barefaced fucking lie, 
But if it's like, oh, I don't know about that now. Uh, look over there, lads. Right? If if you kind of obfuscate and you fudge it a little bit and you kind of play play a game, so where it's Father Ted by uh, by omission, it is massively Father Ted. Yeah. Right. But um, but they're allowed to do that. So so there's been obfuscation and confusion and real, you know, the real genuine concerns of women and people who are going to be using the National Maternity Hospital. Um, that look. Why is it that the religious sisters of charity who, you know, trafficked babies <laughs> with from mother and baby homes, who uh, ran Magdalene laundries where they had women ca- pretty much captive slave labor, right? And and they ran all the hospitals under a Catholic ethos. Now, St. Vincent's, you it is run under a Catholic ethos. Yeah. And I don't care what anybody says. I, uh, you know, totally agree. it is what it is. Yeah. Now, they have to get permission from the Vatican to do anything with their assets, like in terms of like a hospital, the grounds, right, to sell off, all of that, right? Yeah. They have to go back to the lads in dresses over in Rome. They'll never get permission from those cowboys, will they? They got permission to set it up this way, right. where this entity is created and it's an amalgam of all of okay. this hospital group and it's their holding company. But it's like, well, why are you still involved? Okay. Are we too late, eight years in, to go and find a new site and set it up there and go screw you and your bullshit? Well, I mean, anything is possible, Norma. Like, anything is possible. I, I, I really that, got, that, I got I, pissed I, off. I could see years and years and years. I can see years and years already having happened. How old is on My second is... 13. 13. Don't right? Say, don't say it's when I was, uh, Shut up. When I was inside... I'm so old. When I was inside <laughs> having him, right? And and uh, long story short, I got a lovely letter back off the master of the time, right? And it was about... Um, Jesus, it was it was getting a bit overcrowded on a couple of occasions, right? Okay. Um, and he gave me this lovely long-winded letter. I still have it on the side somewhere, right? About how many years they had already been waiting for the emergency extension to keep them going because they're already waiting. I think it was something like 14 years wow. that they were waiting because they were waiting for the new National Maternity Hospital. Now, Hunter, uh, he's 13, wow. right? So... That was 14 years ago. Then. That's... The, and another 14 before that. So, like, this is something that has been going on now for quite a while. Here, here's my concern. Why all of a sudden are you trying to rush this through? Okay, because you've taken your sweet fucking time about it for quite a long time. Now, let's just forget about we're in the middle of a pandemic. Put that yeah, to the side. Yeah. Stick pin in it. Yeah. Um, but this has been going on for years. Could it be and the there church a, trying to rush it through then? They, at, the, at the moment, they had, there's been a big pushback because, you know, there was a lot of women just started raising their voices and then we saw a load of people coming into town, was it last weekend? Yeah. Uh, outside the Doyle saying, do you know what? And from all different walks of life, it's not a political thing. It's it's all, you know, well, <laughs> not all. It's just not correct. But, it's just not right. That but but, to do but with pe- my vagina. people get that this is no longer acceptable, right? The obfuscation and the dirty tricks. And let's remember what a long game the Catholic Church always play. Like we think about long game in a political sense or what have you. And that's like, oh, in 10 years time, they're going to be here. These guys operate in centuries and millennia. They do not want to give up. They will not relinquish control unless they are forced to. And this isn't about some cabal of, you know, evil nuns sitting around planning the downfall of women. Like, you know, we all know that most of those nuns are in their 80s and, you know, done. It's the control. It's the control of that site. It all comes from the site itself. Okay. If the religious sisters of charity would just live up to their blasted name, this is your chance to make it right sure, for right. all the wrongs you did to us. And they can't because of the the, the higher powers that be, is it? Well, you know or what? could they? Could, hey, they? could they override something? I am no expert in canon law, yeah. right? But there are plenty who are, okay? And at this point now, they really need to just get, as you said, get out of our fucking vaginas. Get out of our vaginas. And I'm Seriously? sorry, can we not look at the school system and say we are struggling for how many years to get ownership back of these 95% of schools that are owned by the Catholic Church and the government trying to buy them back and we can't. Yeah, well, I think that's going to come to a head, to be perfectly honest. And it's, again, and it's the best way. It's it, it, from the ground up, from the people saying, 
yeah, you know, I'm still a bit of a Catholic, like, and I'll, you know, the kids will have their communion and whatever. I mean, that's not my bag, but you know, hats off anyone if yeah, that's if if, it, if it gives you the white goo. Yeah, if you. These are important times in people's yeah. lives, and it's nice to but have a like, celebration. Sure, we, we we didn't have that, but we replaced it with an old family gathering, and she exactly. wore a yellow dress. Exactly, and, and right. We did a bit of you can do it. The fifty euros. I've no problem with people yeah. doing it, but I mean, ultimately, at this stage, you know, we also we're all the same people whose family member is a member of the LGBT community, whose kids themselves are going to school and identify differently, uh, either, you know... If you're not open-minded now, you might as well go under a rock. But the point is, you know, and I think this is why it's going to come to a head fairly quickly, actually, because if you look at religious faith formation in in the class, that's a real barrier to them learning stuff that they need to get on top of. These kids are facing some challenges in their lives. They have to fix what we fucked up. Right exactly. There. Yeah. Well, I'm blaming my parents' generation, frankly. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's all their fault. It's all their fault. But sex education. Yeah. What's being taught is in some of the schools. Unbelievable. Literally. Like, yeah. and, and remember... The, the kids have access to mild porn from the age of seven or eight Jesus, or nine now, right? Jesus, Whether yeah. it is, um, what were they talking about? Animal, animal porn and like... Anime, anime, right, yeah. anime porn. That is some weird ass shit. But, but anyway. But listen, yeah. I mean, I can't keep up with what they're watching. I know. It's just... I know. And I mean, you know, my kids, like, if, you porn, know, 10 year old... even the worst of it now. No, now it's... Oh, it's, I don't know about that, been, but are you yeah. Are sucked into some culture? But like, it's... It, anyway, that's listen, not what we're talking about, Yeah, right? yeah. But, but, but the, the fact of the matter is, right, the that the, 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 the religion that has been taught inside in the classroom it's not like they're learning about what the different religions are that's great cultures ethnicities religions all of it right but actually training them into being Catholics faith formation is or any any faith formation in a publicly funded public school what and the fact that that same church is saying you know homosexuality is what's that term they use an abomination <laughs> oh get in the fucking sea lads like you know what I mean oh um, get in the sea yeah right uh, like uh, reproductive rights sorry ladies no it is too contradictory it, yeah. is, it is too contradictory to, to the people's absolutely accepted lives now yeah, no, you know what I mean they're so they're a fossil now they just need to they need to get out Get out. Stop expecting that. Like, you know, mo- the vast majority of people now are cultural Catholics. They like a few high points. They like to go to midnight mass at Christmas or whatever your bag is. Whatever gets you through the day. Yeah. That's groovy. But you know what? That's private. That's a private matter for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. My New York kids don't have to sit inside in a classroom yeah. and learn about the Virgin Mary when they're seven years old. Right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, the Virgin Mary made a baby without a man. She made it with a fairy. Mm. That's what my daughter thought. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all a bit and, and weird. The, the, beautiful, <laughs> the beauty of the, of the Educate Together schools was if you wanted to do Catholicism, which is brilliant, go for it. Um, it it's an extracurricular. On it's Wednesday. an extracurricular. It's it's put on as is, and and, and what's I loved it uh, with GSP where my kids go. It's um, hey, if you got something um like that we haven't thought about, then yeah, of course we'll do our best to accommodate. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's put po- it's put on the parents organizers. Yeah. That could be for atheists. It could be for gardening. It could be for you know whatever extracurricular. Yeah, it could be. You know, look, I mean, if it came to it, I'm sure they'd facilitate anything that is within, you know, a, a age appropriate, yeah, yeah. educational, and like, and it is specifically it's religious education for those who want it. You know, I think the vast majority of them are probably actually Catholic, and they and they do their communion, but it's outside school hours. Absolutely. The school doesn't reject the children on the basis of religion; it facilitates them. Uh, but it's outside yes. school you're not hours. Excluding. You're not excluding. No one like is excluded. In a Catholic school, if you're not Catholic, you're excluded. You're out of the class. Yeah. Right? I mean, what's that about? Kids Kids don't want to exclude. Because well, They don't, don't want to be yeah, excluded. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They really don't want to be excluded. That's a horrible thing to so do to a little kid. for a truly Muslim family or Jewish family or whatever. The, you know, or atheist. Yeah. Or atheist. Yeah. 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 I mean, atheism is the biggest minority. Religion-wise, it's the biggest minority in the country. So if anyone's listening to this, how can they get involved with this National Maternity Hospital um, project campaign um, to help it get across the line or do you think it's just going to cruise in the right do you think no do you think absolutely not I don't and I think honest to God like we're in trouble. To, we could be in trouble we're in big trouble here because this sets a massive precedent this is the 21st century we want a public and secular 
healthcare system. That's yeah. the only logical, rational thing. I'm yeah. not being some madcap yeah. radical socialist if, if we, saying if, that. If we fall through the cracks on this one, we, we, it'll just keep happening. I'm afraid that th- that's my concern, right? And and we women and men fought way too hard yeah. to get reproductive rights dragged, kicking and screaming into the For 21st century. Decades. And now it'll be repealed back out the window. You, we are exposing ourselves to the involvement and interference yeah. of a, an organisation that is dead set against yeah. women's rights, women's reproductive rights, yeah. LGBTQ rights, all of it, right? And why in the hell would be would we pay for it and hand it over to them. It's ludicrous. For example, Sisters, so give us the site. Give it to the people yeah. like you promised. That makes all the problems go away. The state owns it. Yeah. The state runs it. The yeah. state pays for it. Yeah. The state staffs it. Yeah. And no governing body can come along and dick around with our vaginas. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to get involved, I tell you the one thing, and I know from working with Richard, Get in touch with your TD and tell them how you feel. If they don't know how you feel, well, why would they act in your favour? Absolutely. Right? In fairness, they, they need to keep the people happy. So uh, most, most TDs have their eye on the constituency. And yeah. well, more importantly, you know what they like. Oh, keep an eye on the voters. What keep an eye on the voters. But if, yeah. you, if you're the voter, tell you them what you You are the want. voter. If you don't like, tell them. Because like, I'm not a politician, but... I'm sorry now, the norms can't be... My friend, he's gay and he's just gone to another country there. They had a baby through surrogacy. Like, that's going to be happening here soon, if not already. Imagine them heading into the National Maternity Hospital and Sister Mary Catherine Joseph Michael going... We're not going to have Sister Mary right, Catherine. Right, you know, they're still, gone. They're gone. They're, they're all gone. in their 90s, oh, yeah, for fuck's sake. Okay. It's, it's, it's the... It's who is... Okay, so, Who is? Oh, okay. It's the power behind. It's okay. the, it's so the it's, ownership. It, it's someone the, in a suit, but they are still from that. And they are very much right. Catholic. They like could be the, from the, the institute. Well, it's, the, it's the sisters. Are we allowed to name the institute? Oh, let's not. I love oh, yeah. to wash my mouth out. Come on. They're like, they're some mad Christian evangelical the Americans. I, the Iona Institute. Yeah, go on off and spend your your American money trying to persuade us that everything that we have fought for together, uh, like people uniting across this island Mm. together. I do think the Iona Institute get dragged out for comedy value, though, nowadays. No, do you know what? It pisses me off because what those shower... Of, of media whores, frankly. That's all they're there for. They're against everything, but aren't they? Era, era, another shower in the sea with them. But <laughs> they give great cover because when's the last time you saw the bishops and the priests out defending their position? Right, okay. So now, let the Iona if do we it. had the lads in dresses sitting down and defending their position, uh, it's easier to kind of go, it feels a little bit anachronistic. It feels yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. like, you know, yeah, 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 19th century stuff. Get they, off get they, off the, the, the couch there, lads. We don't we don't need to hear you telling us how to live our lives anymore. Thanks very much. All something. the same. Yeah. But no. Right? Yeah. Whereas, you know, those media savvy types who get their money from America. Yeah, um yeah. Uh, like their their agenda do you know honestly, their agenda half the time isn't even Catholic. It's just oh, anti progress. You know Marie Steen. Right, so she she got, with the with the baptism barrier. She sat across from me in I think it was Clareborn Shore or something like that. Oh right? yeah, yeah. So she was ploughing on about oh we need the baptism barrier. I was saying, are you really going to turn to a four year old and tell them back to the back of the queue because they don't have the splash of water on their head? Anyway, to and fro, to and fro. I had no idea she was a barrister and oh, she was yeah. trained within an issue yeah, of life. Yeah. Afterwards, unfortunately, I realised. Her kids are homeschooled. Yes, they are. Yeah, and there was a, if only I'd known that. But then again, yeah. why would you pull out? Because then you're go, then you're knocking. But you'll find a lot of that, uh, and there there is a it is a small pool of people, but they're but quite extremists. Like you know, she was so determined that if you weren't baptized, you went back to the back of the queue to get into primary school. Yeah, but I mean, she was like she had nothing to do with the primary school. I know. I know, I know, but I mean, they, they have nothing to do with Anything. normal Catholics. They have nothing to do with normal life. Normal Irish Catholics no, don't darken real... the st- j- the yeah. door of the church from one end of the year to the other. They they like a good mass. They love lo- you know at Christmas maybe yeah. or yeah. Easter, whatever your bag is, right? And you know we yeah. all love a good funeral. We do bloody great funerals, yeah. and you know, like, but that's my, it. My mother like, used you know to I mean? go to mass a lot of days, and I know it was to get away from the madness of the farm and the house and the people. She sat for it was twenty. She'd be ten minutes late, and she'd leave a few minutes before the end. So probably. 
15 minutes she had of a morning where she sat and she just stared at some stared into the, out the window. That's just meditation. That's complete meditation. Yeah. I yeah. She wouldn't have known what she was listening to or doing yeah. whatever. And I mean, I've had friends over the years and I go, why in the fuck are you still a Catholic? Like, what's that about? And, yeah. and I remember one old maid years ago used to say, but you're, you know... <laughs> It's, it's cheaper than therapy, which, you know what? That's great. If that works for you, right. hats off. Whatever Could works. you keep it out of the public realm, though? It's sure, a private matter. Swimming with seals to try not go mad. Um, anyway. Um, oh, oh, well, okay. I mean, that ship has sailed, Norman. We've all gone mad. We've it's okay, though. Mad. We've gone mad together. So, you know? uh, so basically, people have to talk to their local bios. Get on to your Girlos. TDs. If you were in a repeal group, get get that thing going, right? Get yep. get get loud. Jo- you know, join in in the conversation. There, if there's going to be more rallies uh, about this, then try try and come come along. Yeah. And and say this isn't something I'm willing to stand for anymore. And it has to be ASAP, though. Am I thinking? Because I, I, I think I, we we need to jump ship to a new location. Or we yeah. need to get the get the that, Sisters of Charity out. Uh, look, we need that land. God damn it. We can CPO things when that's compulsory purchase order. We can CPO things. Absolutely no problem. Yes, I read about When it's that. the interest of big business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, like the like the Shell to Sea lads. Oh, Remember no, them? We have to do that. I, I think that, uh, that's the way we have to go. Yeah, right. Now, now in the interest of Shell Oil, they could do it, <laughs> right? But not in the interest of women and people who need the oh, National God. Maternity Hospital. And I tell you, I was talking to the, the girls in the group in the uh, Together for Choice and Equality out here in Tonleary, right? And, and we were kind of going like, what? It's as simple as this. Right, it's life or death. Even if, let's just put aside the Catholic issue, right? The legacy of problematic behaviour by the church when it comes to women throughout the history of the state, right? Yeah. Let's just put that to the side. This needs to be for us. This yeah. is the national maternity hospital yeah. that we're not paying this, for. Not, that we're paying for. Not the St. Vincent's no. Ho- no, maternity hospital. Not it's the system. national yeah. maternity hospital. It's ours. We pay for it. We build it. Yeah. We staff it. We run it. We go in there and have the babies. Can we not have corporate interference, Catholic ethos, any of it? It's for us. So get business and religion out of my fanny. Thank you. Over and out. Thank you so much for your time, Rachel Prendergast-Spollen. Thanks for having me, Nora. And all your work with your campaigns for repeal, people before profit. And you know what? I would like to see you running the country. You're all right. I'll be running right You're behind right, you. Girl. Running right behind you. <laughs> all right. Um, so over and out. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed it or you got anything from it, please forward it to a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, the usual, shut your hole. And next week, sure, I have no idea what we'll be talking about. God only knows. I might talk about my own hole. Why not? No, it's, it's fabulous. We're nearly there. Um, okay. Thank you very much. 